you? How's it going? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just at a random Airbnb in Charleston right now. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just a change of scenery and can like walk little, around. and Like a little kind of a getaway, a little staycation. Yeah. Yeah. Just like staying inside, but just, you know, at a different house, which is nice. Are you, oh, wait, are you by yourself? No, with my husband. Oh, okay. I thought some stuff's about to go down. I don't want to like throw that into there. No. <laughs> it's like, hold on, time out. She left. She's on her own. Um, no, 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 no. It's funny that uh, Jen was saying that, you know, one day we'll meet. Um, but at this point, it's like 2025 is when that'll probably happen, right? At this, at this I, point. It's crazy because I spend so much time in LA. Um, just, I guess for the job and, yeah. um, and all the time I'm like, I'll have a day where I'm like off and I'm like, man, I wish I was doing something. So yeah, next time I'll, what would you be doing in LA? If you weren't working. What would you be doing? Um, what do you like, like to, to do go, when you come here? Well, I, I'm, I live in Nashville. Yeah. So when I'm there, I like to see the ocean when I can, cause sure. we definitely don't have that. Uh, so I'll go down to Santa Monica. Um, okay. I just have really good food. So a I bit drink of everything. A yeah. Because in Nashville, I love Nashville, by the way. I spent uh, like six weeks in a row there. Oh, wow. Little sketchier area. It was like Dickerson Pike area. We were filming okay, some yeah. things out there. But um, it was very difficult to go from LA there food wise because yep. everything is just barbecue sauce on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like I eat so much when I go to LA, but everything's just naturally healthier there that I get back to Nashville. I'm like, Oh wait, everything's like smothered and covered here. Isn't it? Like, where's the kale? Um, yeah. <laughs> so wait, so when you go down like to the beach area, you said to go to Santa Monica and stuff, right? Is there yeah. any other little spots kind of hidden? Cause that's a pretty, that's a lot of people in Santa Monica, kind of touristy. Yeah. Too. It's kind of touristy. I don't mind it though. Yeah. I like it. Okay. What other kind of stuff you like to do? Are you a theme park girl? Do you like to go to, you like to hike, go shopping? I've, on anything I've like done, that? um, I've done, it's, it's Runyon, right? Runyon Canyon. Yeah. It's I do that of, most, it's kind most of, of the time that I'm there. I've done, uh, Universal a couple times. Yeah. I, I try to do some fun stuff. Do you ever run into any like celebs at, at Runyon? Some of them, there's like tons running around there always. Um, I've actually never seen a celebrity in the wild uh, in LA. Wow. Oh, that's, that's a lie. That's a lie. I've seen, um, I saw Ashley Tisdale at a restaurant one time and I was like, holy shit, you're from high school musical. This is crazy. <laughs> um, but that's the only celebrity that I've seen. Like what I wasn't expecting to see a celebrity. That's yeah. funny. Cause they're running and they're all hidden in like their hoodies or their hats. And if you run by and you're like, wait, that was Dane Cook. I swear that was Dane Cook. And then you got to kind of find a way to go after them and just, just, just to kind of verify, not go after them, you know what I mean? But just to verify that that's who they were, but not look creepy. But um, how, so how is quarantine for you? How is it? Are you, are you, you, you know, you're with Maureen, are you guys, you still like the guy? You still hanging out with him? You still we, enjoy being around we each do. other? We still like each other, um, <laughs> which is, which is good. Yeah. Uh, we haven't ever spent this much time together. So we started right. dating when I was like, crazy touring and it just hasn't slowed down for either of us. So this is the most time we've ever had together. So it's been like kind of like what would have been the next three years worth of time in three yeah. months, but it's been really good for us. I mean, we're like almost to year three in marriage. So it's like nice to be able to kind of reset and have some quality time. But like you uh, said, it's fast forward. This is more like year 10 now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, cr it's crazy, so but I am uh, still better at Mario Kart and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> that is important. Yeah, of course. I have wow. to be better at something. Um, 
are you guys noticing little things that start to annoy you? Like, is there some songs that are going to come out from you? Like, uh, you know, he leaves the shavings all over the bathroom sink or has the AC on too high. I mean, what's, what are some <laughs> of the things about him? And maybe what are some of the things that you do that probably annoy him? I mean, honestly, in our marriage, I'm the messy one. I'm the Aren't one that like sleeps late. I'm, I'm that one. So he kind of has his, his life together a little more than I do. So um, if you were asking him this question, he'd have more answers for I you. I know. I know he's in the earshot. Morgan! Um, he's, he's somewhere. <laughs> yes, probably. You got him chained down somewhere. <laughs> so um, how's Chef Ballerini coming? Is she making some new Dude. stuff? Dude! Yeah. I listen, I'm such a foodie. Like when you said, what do you love about LA? I said the food. Like I just, I love food. It's my favorite thing. And, but I've never been good at cooking and both right. my parents are incredible at cooking. So I was like, man, did I just like not inherit this gene? This is insane. So then finally during quarantine, I was like, I guess it's time. It's time to dive in. And I, I think I've, I've got a good little decent, um, like cooking situation going on now. Where are you getting stuff? Like, where are you getting supplies? Are you actually physically going to the store? Or are you? I'm getting- not. I'm not. Um, I mean, I know people can safely do it with their mask and stuff. I just, I'm not there yet. No, so, me either. Same thing. Uh, we, we just order them online. There's a couple uh, websites that you can go to or Amazon. Um, is there a cool, like, cool farm? Because I, I live in Studio City, which is, as you know, it's like right kind of, I'm surrounded by houses and buildings. So, yeah. on the week, so on the weekends, I head north to an area called Moore Park, Oxnard area, because there's all these farms, which is where all the stuff's oh, coming nice. from. Yeah, and you can just, it's a nice drive up north for about an hour, and then you can just go get fresh strawberries and celery and oh. just straight from the ground with dirt still on it. And it's like, this is, I feel better about doing all of that. Yeah. As opposed to going four minutes down the street to Gelson's on Laurel Canyon. Yeah, I get that. I'm sure we have a good farmer's market, but we live like downtown in the guts of it all. So we don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame yeah. you. I'm not ready for all that either. Um, yeah. You get up late. What time do you usually, what's like, what's your average day like in quarantine? Like what time are you getting up and are you getting up <laughs> um, to an alarm or just kind of whenever? No, I, I'm letting myself catch up on a lot of years of sleep, which has been really nice. Um, yeah, so I wake up at like nine most days, which is pretty crazy because the world's already been, you know, started for a couple hours. But That's early um, still. Oh, God, no. Nine? No. I'm, I mean, if I'm I hungover, mean, then maybe ten. But um, is it now? I'm still waking up over here. <laughs> I I wake up I found that like my first cup of coffee like that hour where I'm having my first cup of coffee is when I'm most creative so that's when I'll shut the door and just see if I can write anything sure. um or or not you know but that's always the time where if something's going to come out it's then and then like I I found it's really helped me to make a to-do list every day which oh. I'm I'm not really much of a planner but for me to have some sense of accountability to like feel like a human that's being productive I I write everything down that I need to get done. Even if it's like walk the dog, it's like, obviously I'm going to walk the dog anyway, but I just like to have it to cross off. It just keeps me accountable and kind of helps me get through. Is that like on your notes on your phone? Are you just kind of constantly adding to it? I can write it down. There's like something really therapeutic about actually like scratching it off once you do it. Oh wow! Um, It helps me not feel like every day's groundhog day, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I do that. And then I'll FaceTime with my mom or a friend or something. Mm. And then I'll, make us dinner and we'll go on a wine walk. We do that pretty much every night around Nashville and, and then play some Mario Kart. And then, go to bed. <laughs> I think it, and then rinse repeat. So it is, but it's like an awesome groundhog, groundhog's day. So 
<laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a good rhythm with it now. I mean, yeah. two, two and a half, three months in, we're good at it. When you're getting up and having your coffee, where's that? What, like, is it, are you doing like pod coffee, like Nespresso or what? I'm not a coffee snob at all. It's funny. My husband is and my band is. So like when I'm on the road, I go on my, my band bus and they have their whole entire bus counter with like the drip and like the coffee grinder and the filters. Wow. It's like, it's like they're, when they wake up on their bus, it's their time to do their coffee. I am like, give me a Keurig. I like how it tastes now. There's some burnt plastic in it. I know. I'm aware. I, but I'm used to it. So yeah. it's like, but it's, it's funny because whenever my husband makes me like a good cup of coffee, I'm like, oh, wow, this is like a treat. But no, I'm not. I'm but not it took coffee. like an hour to get it. I know, I know. I don't, I'm, I'm not I mean, like that. No, I mean, Maybe I'm, one day. I'm this stress, Nespresso pod coffee like you. And, and yeah, it's probably sketchy, but I don't care. It wakes me up and I, I'm not sitting there waiting for, like you said, the drip and the turns. Like, dude, it's just. I'm also not a nice person before coffee. So <laughs> it's, it's in everyone's best interest that I get that quick, you know? Like just pipe it in the moment you wake just, your eyes up. Yeah, totally. Um, About LA stuff, because you've got obviously one of the first things I noticed even on the album is the song about LA. Yeah. Love hate relationship with LA, but it's interesting to hear it because I mean, I moved here about 17 years ago. I'm from Seattle. So, you know, a little smaller city. Uh, so I get it that that love hate thing with LA, but there's certain things about that song. And I don't mean to get like too deep here, uh, but it's more than LA. I mean, cause there's a couple lines that stood out, which is what's worse than spending time alone than one of them not picking up the phone. And you're referencing, you know, the, the people in LA that are your LA friends, not answering, yeah. but it's more about the what's worse than spending time alone. Are you okay with being alone or how are you with alone time? I used to love being alone. Like I used to take myself to the movies and I used to take myself to lunch and never think it was weird. And then I, became an artist or however you want to say it. And, um, you don't even realize that when you're alone, even then you're not alone. Like when I'm on my bus, I still have someone on the bus with me, you know, like yeah. a wall. So I realized that I got really uncomfortable whenever I would get home and I was actually alone. I didn't know how to be alone anymore. And, um, part of that song was me trying to find my, my circle of friends in a real way um, and also still try to come back to being fine with myself. And it was a big part of like the process of writing for this album was, was all of that finding real friends, re getting to know myself and self discovery is kind of the theme throughout the whole, the whole record. Yeah. And I'm guessing not only for music, but also even marriage and stuff to be able to be alone and rather than needing somebody, but you don't, I mean, and I don't mean to be condescending with this, but you seem really young to have that kind of awareness because I'm 44 and I feel like that I only got that about five years ago where I started to realize, hey, I like, I'm okay with being alone, but almost too good at being alone, which is why I'm single, maybe, <laughs> which is a whole well, other, whole other really, song for you right there. You can either be really good at being alone or too good at being alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, think, I think I had this realization like middle of last year where I was like, Okay, so if I'm not good at being home in in my in my real life on a day off mm. while I'm successful, what's going to happen when hopefully 10 years from now, I don't know what it's going to be, but like I'm not as successful anymore and then I'm home by cho like not by choice, just by 
life. And I, I don't want to not be good at that. You know, like I want to have a real life to fall back on when the radio quits playing me. Um, so I think I've really tried to invest in that and balance that out a little bit more, which in turn has made me a much better, healthier artist, which sure. has been, really, yeah. It's probably, it makes everything li- a little lighter on yeah. your shoulders as well. Yeah. I'm interesting. Totally. Yeah. And again, I don't mean to be condescending when I say you seem young to know that it's, just, it's more impressive because I don't know what the hell I was doing around your age. I wasn't doing that. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I have my moments. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, and, and, I, and I don't want to keep digging into that song specifically, but it's, it's like I said, it's, there's so much more depth than it just being about LA. Yeah, um, there is. Like I asked myself, does it feed my soul or my anxiety? Um, too personal of a question, but is anxiety a real thing for you? Oh my God. Is yeah. It- I mean, it really taboo to talk about growing up. Like it wasn't a real thing, I guess, um, in our household. And then I, um, I don't know. I just, I think I finally got to a place where I was like, it was, it was really crippling for me. Like I would get really sick before like a red carpet or something like, cause I was so anxious about someone saying something mean or me not looking good enough or, and a red carpet's like a very exaggerated, um, example but it would be in my real life everything I posted I would overthink and conversations I would be like oh my god why did I say that like I was just overthinking everything and um especially afterwards you probably replay the entire day in your head as well oh yeah oh Oh, yeah yeah so I think I think I just had to put a name to it you know and I also think I know as a fan whenever an artist that I listen to talks about something it kind of normalizes it so I, I was like well, shit if I'm feeling like this like I'm sure other people are so if I talk about it hopefully it normalizes it a little bit and it seems like a lot of that stuff is really being opened up to and, and the transparency of that has been coming out in the last couple of years so it's nice it's- I mean I feel like everyone the last three months like this has been so difficult on everyone in a different way, you know, and I think everyone's probably struggled with anxiety in one way or another. So it's nice to be able to kind of just be like, Oh, we're all in the same boat. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You start to feel as, okay, I'm not as weird. Do you do like, do you, what do you do physically when you feel that happening? Do you go somewhere and sit and kind of just say, yo, I need to be alone for a minute. Put on some uh, music, water sound effects, something. Kind of the opposite. I, I have a really great group of friends that I like really got to define the last few years. And so, they, they know me and I just call them. <laughs> I just talk it out. That's good. That's important. Um, um, man, Nashville is awesome. How much do you love Nashville? <laughs> I do love it. I do love it. It's growing so much. And like, like I said, we kind of live downtown. And so we hear like all the party like yeah. trucks yeah. and everything playing, man. I feel like a woman on repeat. It's, it's getting like very, very party. But I, I do love it. You know, it's great because when I was there, I was filming something with a lot of local musicians. And it is unbelievable how many incredible bass guitarists, drummers, brass players, any kind of there is so many tight into that small. Well, I mean, it's, you know, Nashville isn't small, but they're all in there and they're just jumbled yeah. in there. And there's just uh, so many incredible artists. Um, and I, when I was looking at stuff about you, like you started doing a lot of this stuff when you were you know, 15, right? When you moved to Nashville, yeah. you get signed to your 19, four right. years. What did that four years feel like? And how do you keep I going? Mean, I was in high school for two of those years and in college for two of those years. So that kind of um, took up a bit of my, my time in my space. But honestly, 
man, when I moved to Nashville, I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> and <laughs> I was so far from ready. And I, I really, really needed those years to like grow up a little bit and also like have experiences to write about because when you make your first record, you have all the time in the world. And then all of a sudden it's time to make your second record and you're doing it in between nonstop touring and flying and meeting people and all that stuff. So I'm just, I'm really grateful that I had the time to like have my first relationships and make some really great friendships and like, you know, like do the college thing. Like I, I, I got to experience a lot of stuff that I, I still write about. It probably makes it a little easier having that kind of experience to pull from, I would think. Right. Cause at that point I know a lot of musicians, even when you walk down, uh, it's, it's Broadway, right? It's the main part yeah. there. I never know what it's called, but it's just like, it's, it's incredible. Uh, for anybody who might be listening or, or watching this video, uh, when you walk, you're walking down the street and you've got a bar right here with the wall, with wall, wall open and you can hear a band two feet further down whole yeah. different band, another two feet down, a whole different band. And it's just, yeah. uh, there's a lot I, of musicians that are just going, man, one day. One of my most like, oh my gosh, this makes me feel like I've made it moments was, you know, I, I had never really done the Broadway thing because I started touring when I was 20. And so I just, I never had that chapter of my life. Um, but like, I guess like two years ago, I had a weekend at home, which is very rare. And my friends were like, you have to do Broadway. You've never done it. It's part of country music. You have to do it. So I was like, okay. And I remember one of the bar singers was singing my song, Peter Pan. And I was passing the building and they were singing it. And I was like, oh my God. It was like, what did you do? I mean, I went in and I stood in front of the stage until they knew it was me. And then I was like, thank you. And I gave them a tip, but I w it just like made my entire week. <laughs> what was their reaction when they realized it was you? Well, it was, it was a young girl, you know? So it was kind of like, it was like this moment where it was like, I see you, you see me. Cool. Keep going. You know? Oh my God. She tells that story every day. Guaranteed. <laughs> you know, she know. does. You know, she does. I mean, I know you're being humble, but there's no way she doesn't tell that story every day to people. Well, I mean, I tell the story too, so it was equally yeah. as cool. Um, uh, hey, how's this, this new song from with, with Halsey, the, the, the other girl? Can we talk about that for a second? Because yeah. that song is incredible, and it's, but it's interesting because it, the, the way that country music has kind of evolved in even the production side, using these low-pass filter loops underneath. And, you know, I know it's always been like top 40, hip-hop, country, but it's like these, these lanes now that used to be, you know, like on a, on a freeway where it's these solid yellow lines. Now they're broken up and everybody's just kind of bleeding over into each other. And that song yeah. really does. Uh, I feel more than any of the others on the album, which I mean, tell me about that song and specifically about Halsey. Did you guys meet when you guys recorded it or was it? Uh, well, no. So I, I had never had a collaboration on one of my records before. Um, but then I did a song with the Chainsmokers and did a song with Thomas Rhett and a couple other people. And I just fell in love with collaborating. Mm. But what made it great was because I, I, I respected the artists that I did it with and then became really good friends with them. And so I was, I'm friends with Halsey, you know, I, I met her a couple of years ago and we became real life friends. And so it was to me, like she was the only person I would have, would have done this song with because she's someone that I enjoy being around and that I respect as an artist. But Basically, I, I really wanted there to be a, a like a modern day pop country. The boy is mine, or does he love you? Um, what it's a reference! Just, Good reference, yeah. Yeah, like I I remember both of those songs when I was growing up, and the the sass and the angst that they have, and um, 
And so when Ross, the producer, played me this track, it reminded me of, of that kind of moodiness of Halsey's music that I love so much that I'm drawn to. And then I wanted to kind of write a story around that for, for her and I. Um, and so, yeah, and, and as far as the production on it, like, I let, I let this one be what it is, and it's a pop song, you know? Um, and I think for my first two albums, I was really scared to kind of push that boundary, but I think I'm, I'm comfortable with it right now. I'm comfortable with letting the music live where it's supposed to live, and I make, I make pop country, you know? There's no fear from country fans, because I know country fans, as, as much as they are the most diehard loyal yeah. fans, but, you know, they could be a little... Uh, a little possessive of their artists, I guess. So the worrying about them, this, you know, going a little too far makes you feel like they're, you don't feel like they might think you're abandoning them at all. My first single was called love me like you mean it. And it was right down the middle pop country. And we did that because I never wanted anyone to think that I was going to jump ship. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, it's as a songwriter, my job to like write what is real to me. And I grew up on pop and I grew up on country and that is, that is what I write and that is what I listen to. And that's what I love. And if it can live in both worlds, like why shouldn't it, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Was, well, so did you, uh, how did this recording happen with Halsey? Like, did you guys send her the track? She recorded it or were you guys together when it was done? Well, I no, I, I flew to LA to be there cause I really wanted to, I think there's a different energy when you're in the room. And like I said, we're friends. So it was nice to be able to kind of like connect in the studio on the song. Um, but yeah, it was quick. It was like, she, I, I kept my, my vocals from the day I wrote it on my tour bus. If you mute my vocal, you can hear my tour bus rattling around in the background. <laughs> but I couldn't beat it. There was like, I was in the mode um, when I was recording it. So I kept mine and then she did hers in LA and that was it. That's awesome. That's really killer. It's a special song. It's cool. Like I said, it has these drum loops and these cool filters that aren't usually used in a, uh, a country type artist song. And I don't mean disrespectful by saying country artist because... Uh you are an, an artist who happens to do all these types of music, right? I mean, that's what it, re that's what it really is. You fall on the umbrella of you are a musician. Yeah. So, um, yeah. uh, two more things for you real quick. Why is the entire album in lowercase, by the way? I noticed that. Every song is in lowercase. It's a good question. I, I wanted it to, so it's called Kelsey, the album is, and I wanted it to feel really casual. Like, that's why it's just a first name. Uh, as the title and to me like lowercase feels like you're not overthinking it. It's not too proper It's just mm. you're right as you're thinking it. Yeah, it looks cool. Thanks. It does. It looks really good <laughs> At first I was thinking wait did my iHeart app screw up. Is there something up in this? Um, no, it took me a second. I was looking through your Twitter I just want to throw these out real quick before we wrap up uh, when you posted up about the actual album seeing all the comments I don't know if you get a chance to look through these Do you get a chance I to scroll through stock them you what? I stalk all the comments. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Like seeing some of these people, Savannah. I'm so proud of you, Kelsey. This is almost amazing. It's what you deserve. What a beautiful body of work. Uh, Kelsey, my album won't download. Oh, we need to call Lauren and figure out what's going on with Lauren's situation. <laughs> uh, the vocals, I'm in love with this album already, and it ain't even finished. I mean, what do you say to these kind of comments? And what does that make you feel? Especially when you look at like the little pictures of who all these people are, and it's such a variety. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten to meet so many of them, which has been awesome. But I think for me, with this record, you know, we put it out March 20th, which was like the week that the country shut down and yeah. very discouraged in a in like a zoomed in selfish. This is my album that I've been working on for two years. Obviously, first world problems. But I, I was really, really disappointed. And all the plans that we had made went away, you know, but the 
wonderful silver lining of that was I got to talk to people that were buying the album, listening to the album for the first time. And normally on street week, you know, you're like a chicken with your head cut off. And for the first time I wasn't, I was sitting at my apartment and I was reading what people were thinking in real time as they were listening to it for the first time. And that was really special. So I got to really know what people thought really quickly. That's awesome. That's the immediacy of Twitter. I usually you see bad comments. There's no bad comments on here. Oh, there's plenty. Just dig a little deeper. Proud of you. Thanks for the pizza. This album is so good. What? Did you send Maddie a pizza? I don't know anything about I what that's about. I to listen to the album with. Oh. <laughs> uh, the lyrics are so beautiful. Each song is so relatable. But I just, I can't imagine me seeing tweets like that about me. So just the idea that you, what you must see. Oh, you must feel reading those kind of things. It's super, it's super encouraging, especially like I, I'm the kind of artist that like I overthink and pour every ounce of energy and thought I have into an album. So to get it, like get that back is, is nice. It makes it all feel worth it. Good, good. Well, go enjoy some time away. Uh, and, uh, I didn't, I don't want you to drive all the way out there to sit in the zoom with me for five hours. So, <laughs> well, thanks for hanging. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time seriously. And I look forward to the year 2024 when you can come into our iHeart building. Yeah. It was 2025. We've lost a year. This is yeah. progress. Well, you've calmed me. You've made me feel at ease a little bit. So, uh, but thanks again. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Have a good all one. Right. Bye. Bye.